Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Welcome to Criminalia, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to the final episode of our season of Confidence Artists here on Criminalia, where we've been exploring the stories of some of the most notorious swindles and swindlers throughout history. I'm Maria Tremarchi. And I'm Holly Fry. In 1865, Mark Twain described the archetype of the con artist so perfectly in his now-famous satirical short story about a gambler and a jumping frog called The Celebrated Jumping Frog of Calaveras County. You might be familiar with it. So the tale goes like this. Jim Smiley was a, quote, curiousest man about always betting on anything that turned up you ever see. If he could get anybody to bet on the other side. And if he couldn't, he'd change sides. So in this story, he wagers that his frog, named Daniel Webster, could jump higher than any other frog. And a stranger took that bet. And then, when Jim wasn't looking, that stranger filled Daniel Webster with quail shot. Jim lost, and before he could figure out what had happened, the stranger disappeared with the $40 that he had swindled from the swindler. That gives a pretty good summary of the season, I think, doesn't it? <laughs> what we did learn is that a lot of the same scams just kept going around and around through the years, and still do. Today's Nigerian prince emails asking for help in the way of some fast cash are basically the same scam that Bertha Heyman ran. She just didn't have the luxury of our technology. 
Elizabeth Holmes, too, became a modern-day example of a swindler when she was convicted of defrauding investors over a blood-testing device that did not work as advertised. We had stories just like hers. Remember Albert Abrams, a physician who claimed he could cure whatever ailed you with machines of his own invention, such as the radioclast? And there's the modern-day fake heiress, Anna Sorokin. We saw that scam, but what, like a century before Anna ran it? <laughs> it was Mary Carlton who pretended to be among the wealthy class to swindle money from those who actually were among that class. Petronius, Roman author and satirist during the reign of Emperor Nero, so we're talking way back to the first century, wrote this observation about con artists and their marks. Quote, The world wants to be deceived, so let it be deceived. It can be difficult to determine if you're being scammed or not. And it can be really difficult to prosecute con artists on criminal charges, and that's because of the nature of what they do. They leave this fuzzy boundary between what's unethical and what's actually illegal. To keep yourself safe, remember this. If something sounds too good to be true, like winning a free vacation, it probably is. If you're suspicious that you're being swindled, experts advise you to contact the Federal Trade Commission or visit fraud.org for help. We always enjoy sharing time with you, and we enjoyed sharing this season's stories of swindle. So, does anyone want to buy a bridge in Brooklyn? No? Okay. If you haven't been with us during previous seasons, we have a tradition around this place. At the end of each season, Holly and I pick our favorite shows and our favorite cocktails and mocktails, and we'd love for you to tell us about the stories and drinks you liked best, too. Just tag Criminalia, and we'll find you, and we'll see which favorites we all have in common. But before we talk about those favorites, we're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsor, and we'll meet you right back here. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Listen, you listen to true crime podcasts. You know that the world can be dangerous and unpredictable, and that there will unfortunately be people who want to hurt each other. And so it's kind of nice to get a little peace of mind by having a good home security system. Just take a few precautions, and I recommend looking at Simply Safe Home Security. I've had my home broken into in the past, and it was a terrible feeling, even though nothing that bad really happened. Aside from an intruder, I just really like knowing that I have a security setup that lets me check in on my pets when I'm not home. That is a huge peace of mind giver when I am out traveling. Simply Safe sent me a whole home security system, and I was really, really impressed by the variety of indoor and outdoor cameras they offer. And the whole thing is backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash criminalia. That's simplysafe, S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash criminalia. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Hey, everybody, it's Holly. Listen, I've been doing stuff on stage since I was a kid, which means that I have been doing my makeup since I was a kid. And I can turn out a look when I need to, but on my day-to-day, -day, I really like to keep it a little more relaxed and low-key. I don't have time for a full face most of the time. But that also means that Thrive Cosmetics can have me covered no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm doing something on stage, like I have an appearance or a live show, or I'm just running to the grocery store. Something in their line is perfect. And what I really love and what's important to me is that they are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And to me, cruelty-free is very important in the cosmetics I use. I mentioned that I've been doing my makeup for a long time. I've gotten older in that time. And one of the things that I've done to refresh my look is switch over to their brilliant eye brighteners and use something like a rose gold shade 
to really like go all around my eye and then just blend it out and get a daytime smoky look. It makes me look a little more youthful and more refreshed. And it's just easy as pie. And it means that I don't have to mess with a whole ton of products. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash criminalia. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash criminalia for 10% off your first order. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Welcome back to Criminalia. All right, let's start talking about our top three cons of the season. Maria, what do you got? Okay, so I, as my first choice, picked our first episode, which was Beautiful Forever. This was Sarah Rachel Russell. She self-styled as Madam Rachel, and she suckered me in at what I imagined her sales pitch would be in her little shop. Would you care for a sample of Magnetic Rock Dew of the Sahara? Yes, actually, I believe I would like a sample of that. (laughs) Yes. Her show was was an episode about overpriced cosmetics, skincare products. Everything turned out to be arsenic in the end, which we can never escape. But she was sassy. She was tenacious. And whenever she got caught, she just kept going like every good con artist that we found. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Madam Rachel. Madam Rachel. I feel like there is a lot of the same thing happening today just with non-toxic ingredients, right? There are a million things, especially having reached the age I reach where (laughs) you get targeted for a lot of like anti-wrinkle creams and whatnot. And some of them are probably somewhat legit and others are just like, no, it's just lotion. Right. Put a little olive oil on your face. (laughs) In a beautiful, beautiful jar. Sometimes it's all about packaging. Listen, moisturizing is good no matter what your age or desires. So you're not totally losing out. Just not with arsenic. (laughs) 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 Season one. Okay, so that was my first pick. Beautiful forever. 
No one is going to be surprised when I tell you that my first pick was Dr. Blood. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised he's on your list. I wasn't sure if I'd pick him first for you or not. but <laughs> Charles Lewis Blood, who promoted the idea of oxygenized air as curing everything that ails you. But really what this is about is his book. Yeah. Oh, yes. Because that book is very special. And near and dear to my heart. Those recipes are linked. Right. If you don't remember, it is called A Century of Life, Health, and Happiness, or A Goldmine of Information, A Cyclopedia of Medical Information for Home Life, Health, and Domestic Economy. His book is like a short story in itself. Right Except in it's long. It's like 500 and some yeah. pages. The title. I'm sorry. I'm not the title. Oh, yeah, yeah. Book. Yeah, it's a big book. I love that book because we did this episode. I just paged through it on uh-huh. occasion, like a, a digital one online. Some of these things, like we know he was a complete fraud. Yes. But some of the advice in the book is actually pretty grounded, right? He didn't come up with it out of thin air. He wanted you to wash Wash. well. There's a whole thing in which he talks about behaviors and Mm -hmm. emotions that are bad for your health, including like how hatred and fear will make you unhealthy, which we know is actually a real thing, right? Like stress impacts your body. And my favorite that he was like, there are only a few people that can handle political excitement. (laughs) I remember. (laughs) Most people cannot and it will make you ill. And I kind of chuckled. Yeah. Time and place come right back around full circle. If you haven't heard or looked at this book, I highly recommend it because I found just when you read, like you start looking at it and you want to start looking at more of it. Yes, the recipes are great. Don't make them because, <laughs> like, his balsams, of which there's an entire chapter, yes, are almost always some combination of alcohol and opium with other stuff thrown in. Don't do that. The other thing, which is gross to our modern sensibilities is the pomade recipe he did for hair did you read that yeah, one i know yeah oh yeah it's made with good washed lard and clarified beef suet so you're basically just oily and you smell bad fat you smell like maybe rancid bacon you at might that not want to go in the sun but i love that episode so yeah. much because of it and because he was very thorough in his fake doctorness He had no degree, but he really wanted to play to be a doctor all all the time. Abrams and his radioclast and all of his radionics was an actual physician. Charles was not. And he was, he lived like he was. School be damned. (laughs) (laughs) He really, he kept that con going for, I believe, his entire life. Mm -hmm. What's your next fave? I chose this one. This was episode nine, and this was the Kazik Gregor McGregor, the man who fabricated a country. And I picked this basically because this episode was just, oh my God, to me. <laughs> like, it just kept going that way. It just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Aside from it being an amazing story of ego and greed, it may have been the only con that we talked about that went too far. People died because of this con. Right. I chose it because this is a con that is out of control, and he kept doing it. 
Yeah, it's a fascinating one because the idea of someone making up a country, mm-hmm. hilarious. Swindling people, slightly less hilarious. Sending them to the made-up country and abandoning them there to die, not hilarious at all. No. It develops in degrees. The premise sounds really fun and then it, it gets really ugly. But it is important, I think, in a season where a lot of it was, like, almost likable villains that, like, one, obviously, if you were swindled out of your life savings, you would not find them a likable villain. But there's a whole different level of, as you said, people died because of his grift, and that's a different different thing. I always kind of got the feeling when we were talking about him, like, as his story kept moving forward, that he started to believe it himself. Oh, yeah. And so the idea of sending, you know, ships of people to this new land and they would settle, I don't know where his head was at when he was doing that. Right. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. They're going to figure it out. They're enterprising. There's people there. There's fruit. It did not work out that way. (laughs) So, yes, Gregor was my second. My second one is Devil Bill Rockefeller. Oh, my gosh. I almost picked him because I was like, Devil Bill has got to be on my list somewhere. He swindles his children. Come on. Here's why I love this one. (laughs) History is full of good families that also have dubious folks in the mix. And in this case, it's like the root is the person who was not great. Right, but his children. (laughs) John D. has his own story. But you can see where his motivations come from because Devil Bill was Devil Bill. Right, I mean, there's a psychologically engaging story here because John D. Rockefeller probably would not have been who he was had he not had a dicey upbringing. I think he says that too at some point. Like he doesn't really talk about his family very much, but it's kind of insinuated that like my dad taught me everything I know about business. Yeah, which was horrible and that you can't trust anybody. Right. Which is an awful way to live. That's the premise of the movie Casino. Yes. <laughs> it's an awful way to live, but it's it's also what enabled him to achieve what he did. But that also meant there's also the in- implicit seeding of the idea that also you don't have to be trustworthy to other people, mm-hmm. which is why so many of those people that become high achievers in that way are not necessarily considerate of how it impacts other people. So I just found it a psychologically fascinating story. The father-son relationship that will always stay with me is Devil Bill telling John D to jump into his arms. Uh Uh-huh. And then he just, and then on the, what was it, the third try, he just doesn't catch him. And he's like, "Eh, can't trust me. That's life. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Sorry, what are you, like three? Like, (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's terrible. Oh, Devil Bill. I was very interested in one part of their relationship, though, in that out of all of the children that Devil Bill had, John D. always was the one who came up as the son or child who was always there when someone needed to be there for their dad, even though no one ever talked about it. So family dynamics in that one would have been more than like a 40-minute show. <laughs> it's like it, it speaks to the ideas that we now have a lot more research on about abusive relationships mm-hmm. and how people still feel a sense of loyalty to the authority figure who mm-hmm. wronged them. And even if they will say, like, I don't care, I don't give a damn about that person, they still seek the approval yeah. and, like, that dopamine hit of, like, they like me right now. Right. 
which is fascinating. When you think of someone as powerful as John D. Rockefeller, still trying to get his train wreck of a father to just acknowledge and love him on some right. level. Right. He's read like one sentence Wild. from you. John, you're doing a great yeah. job. <laughs> just one yeah. of those. It'd be great. Moving on to our third picks. Yes. Okay. So my third pick is episode three, Bertha Heyman, America's Confidence Queen. So Bertha's con, just to remind everyone, was that she would pretend that she was wealthy, but she couldn't access the money. And could you help? But one of the things that I remember really clearly while, while we were doing research and discovery on this episode wasn't necessarily the scams that Bertha ran. It was how people reacted to her and how she was written about. So authorities and press, like all of her, her court reports, newspaper reports, spent so much time describing her physically and not pleasantly so that right. I felt that they completely overlooked Bertha. Like, Bertha was, clearly she was super smart, and she was funny, and she was bored. And she's actually a woman who I would really like to invite to have scam sauce with. And it's, I know she's a criminal, <laughs> and I'm not celebrating her for these acts, but I really thought that one of her more interesting quotes was, and I have it written down here, I delight in getting into the confidence and pockets of men who think they can't be skinned. It ministers to my intellectual pride. I really feel like this is a person who has some very interesting stories to tell, and it has nothing to do with her skirt size. I do think, related to her appearance, she probably was fine with the negative press she got in that regard. Mm -hmm. Because she was smart enough to manipulate that yes. and be like, oh, no. Right. I'm just, you've read about me. I'm not special. I'm not beautiful <laughs> or appealing in any way. Oh, I have all your money. I think she probably traded on that a little bit. I think she was smart enough to probably recognize really early on that's what was happening. And I agree with you. Uh, use everything as an opportunity if you can. Little old me, I'm harmless. Oh, I could never fleece you. I'm nobody. I'm not even cute. <laughs> I'm not I'm even smarter cute. than the rest of you put together. Yeah, right. Yeah. In a shocking turn of events, yes. we have had no overlap choices. I know, which makes me feel like the drink choices are going to be like all are the, same be because like the same. Thing. Yeah. But my third choice here is Sarah Emily Howe and the Ladies oh. Deposit Company. Yes, I came close to picking this one. So tell us. I picked her because she is the trope, right? Like, she mm -hmm. wrote the trope. <laughs> she hits all of the classic grift notes. She does the whole, like, I'm a clairvoyant. I'm a fortune teller. I read tarot. Oh, I'm also a doctor. Right. She does a little bit of everything. She's in a variety of different kinds of money fraud, completely different from her bank swindle. Mm -hmm. And then she goes so hard on that bank swindle because, let's face it, that worked. And she made a lot of money fast that she does it thrice. <laughs> Instead of the Ponzi scheme, it should be like the Sarah scheme. <laughs> yeah. She, she yes. did it a long time before he did. And if she had just moved farther away, maybe, mm -hmm. she could have done it another <laughs> time. But she... She's all, another smart colonist. Very smart. I think she's that deadly combination of 
very smart and a hundred percent unscrupulous. Oh, I agree. I agree. And she one hundred percent when you when we were reading from her court records used every single assumed thing about what a woman was at that time in her favor. I couldn't possibly. I don't know how. I I'm just a girl. And then she'd leave acquitted and start up again. <laughs> yeah, and we talked a little bit earlier about how in some of these cases you really realize that I think this person has started to believe their own lies. I think she was one of them as well. Yeah. See, I don't. I do. I think she was like, <laughs> like she's like, little old me, I'm just trying to run an honest bank. And then the door shut and she cackled like the evil queen from Snow White. That's what I think. I think she knew what she was doing from the beginning. I think that three times, I think she pushed her luck. Did you have any honorable mentions this season? So I actually had two things that I put noted as honorable mentions, but they're not episodes. Do you have episodes? I do. And it's just a brief one. And it's the Great Diamond Hoax. It is a perfect example of how wanting to believe something will put you at great risk for confirmation bias, right? Like, Yes, yes. Gemology experts went to that field where fake jewels had been seeded in ways that made no geological right. sense and went, yes, this is legit because they wanted in on it. Yes, I see ruby growing next to diamonds all the time. Every day it happens. My honorable mentions, I just had two things that I noticed this season that I really liked. So this could have been a season where we basically rehashed Ponzi scams and thimble rigging over and over and over again. Right. But we saw a lot of other things. We saw Lonely Hearts. We saw inheritance scams. We saw people selling landmarks. Like, how many times can you sell the Brooklyn Bridge? I don't know. Let me see. It was like a a bet for George Parker. So I liked that the, that when it came to these, we had more variety than perhaps I thought we were going to have at the beginning. But here's the one that really I truly did like about this season is that there were con artists in their stories that left marks on us, specifically in our language and phrasing. And oh, yeah. Read Waddle's con, and that was the one I'll remind you that he and his gang painted lead bars with gold dust. But that gave us the term gold bricker and gold bricking. George C. Parker selling the Brooklyn Bridge. He gave us the phrase, if you believe that, I have a bridge to sell you. And then in India, we've got Natwarlal, who his name is used as a special nod to con artists who have a successful scam. As a positive thing, as a prolific, successful swindler, you get this nickname. So we haven't seen that before in in our episodes. And I thought those were some really interesting things to pull out to see how they become part of our culture. That is interesting. So it's time to talk about drinks. But before we dive into our picks for top three drinks of the season, we're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. And we will be right back. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. 
because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Welcome back to Criminalia. So let's talk about those drinks. I have three drinks and one honorable mention. Same. Okay. Two got first. Although I, yeah, I'm going to say same. I kind of have two honorable mentions, but yeah, I have two. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be happy to kick it off with. The Dazzler, and I know why you know you know how I, I picked this one. It has glitter in it. Yeah. I love a glitter drink. I've never had a drink with glitter in it before. You haven't? <laughs> no, I'm not usually a glitter person. <laughs> I'll do the rundown as a reminder. So it's three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice, three quarters of an ounce of velvet falernum, a half ounce of simple syrup, an ounce and a half of vodka, and then you shake that all up pour it into a chilled champagne glass and you pop it with Prosecco or champagne. Your choice. The iridescent glitter is optional. You would add it at the shaking point. But it shouldn't be. <laughs> and the mocktail, you made an interesting syrup, if I remember. It had like orange and clove. And I have not tried the mocktail, to be honest, on this one. But I want to. Oh, I just yummy. haven't done it yet. It looks... I just haven't made the syrup. It looks great. It's yummy. Um, yeah, you can purchase Falernum syrup, but if you don't want to purchase it, you can make a syrup that yes. won't be quite the same, but it will do similar things in terms of interaction with just a third a cup of chopped orange, half a chopped up lemon, and then some clove and let that simmer in with your equal parts 
sugar and water and strain it all off after it's cooled. And then you have a nice yummy syrup. And then for the vodka, you can just omit it or mm-hmm. you can add club soda or flavored water if you want. Super simple to do a, a mocktail on that. And the mocktail is very yummy. It's obviously not, the flavor is softer. Yeah. But those citrus notes really pop out, which is nice. I love that. So I'm actually really very much looking forward to trying this mocktail. But the Dazzler cocktail I have, and that is also fantastic. And it is one of those drinks that I like to think that if he had access to iridescent glitter, <laughs> that perhaps Philip Arnold would have made a picture of this for everybody on their way to the uh, Mend Field. We have fortunately reached a point in our life where most like party stores or craft stores that carry like cake decorating type supplies are going to have edible get glitter. It's not hard to come yeah. by. You can order it online from a variety of places. Love. Put it on everything. Baked goods, drinks, everything. So my first one also involves champagne or Prosecco, mm-hmm. which I feel like I probably overused this season. But that is the Order of the Crystal Sea, which is the oh, Anadelia Distabar yeah. one. And the reason I love this one is because it involves cantaloupe syrup, which I am in love with. I thought about that one, and I thought about... There was one that had like watermelon and strawberry. There were some real fruity ones this season. And the cantaloupe is great in this drink. It was close to being on my list. Yes. So the Order of the Crystal Sea, in case you do not remember it, is an ounce of gin, three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice, an ounce of cantaloupe syrup, which sounds like a lot, but it gets cut by all those bubbles. You shake that with ice, you strain it into your chilled coop, and then you top it with champagne or Prosecco. To make the cantaloupe syrup is so easy, and that was really, like, where my happiness came from. Mine, too. I thought this was great. You just boil a cup of sugar, a cup of water, and a cup of small diced cantaloupe. So you want to cut it up pretty small, put it in a saucepan, let it simmer. When the fruit starts to go translucent, you're going to mash it still in the saucepan and let it simmer some more. And then as it thickens a little bit, you turn off the heat and let it cool. And when you strain it through a mesh jar, you have, like, a compote in your mesh thing that you can then put on toast or just a spoon. Um, <laughs> just eat it on the Listen, yes. did I eat it right out of the mesh thing? There yes. is no shame. The mocktail is three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice, an ounce of cantaloupe syrup, an ounce of lavender tea, and then you top it with ginger ale. So again, that takes on a slightly different profile, but it's still very, very, very yummy and bright. <sighs> what was your second choice? Drink two is the Witty Sprankle. The Witty Sprankle? The Witty, yes. From, this is episode 16, Mary Carlton. And one, one of the reasons why I picked this was because you made a comment. It's not even the drink. It's a comment that you made about how it will knock you on your keister and you will be, able to, you will be unable to travel the 20 miles to testify against your wife. Yeah. Yeah, it's a drink that does that, but it is a delicious drink nonetheless. And it's easy peasy. It's it's perfect for, oh, I would say, like a warm weather kind of drink coming up. Two ounces of reposado, one ounce of raspberry liqueur, one ounce lime juice, splash of simple or vanilla syrup, and then shake it strain it and top it with Prosecco. So I have two on my list with Prosecco. I'm go- I am and in this was a Prosecco-heavy season, I'm not going to lie. But <laughs> I feel compelled to point out 
that you're also, that's making two of them. Oh, yes. Yeah, I do have written down strain into two chilled, two chilled glasses. Yes. And with kudos to our amazing producer, Casby, who remembered this, the mocktail has, in lieu of tequila, you're going to use agave juice and raspberry syrup instead of the thing. And then just a little, the ever-present ginger ale in lieu of champagne or Prosecco. Yes. The bubbles. Witty Sprankle, mainly picked because it's a delicious drink, but also picked because of a great name. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, my second one has taken on a life of its own in my house. (laughs) And it involves no Prosecco, we'll all be happy to know. That is the Soapy Sparkler. So if you remember this one, it's essentially... A mojito that subs out in lieu of mint, you're using cilantro. Yes. So not only is it something that I have found I like, we have had people over, as I often do, and I make drinks all night, and both people who hate cilantro and love cilantro have liked this drink. So this one is very, very easy. You're going to start with three quarters of an ounce of lime juice, three quarters of an ounce of simple syrup, and a handful of cilantro in your shaking tin, and you're going to muddle those because that citrus juice really opens up the cilantro. And I think that's why it's shifting that flavor to the brighter citrus flavor and not as much of the soapy flavor that people that don't like cilantro don't like. Once that is muddled, you're going to add ice and an ounce and a half of white rum and then shake it very hard. Strain it over ice and top it with club soda and garnish it with cilantro. For the mocktail, I did, this is the one where I did the somewhat more labor-intensive than usual rum substitute. Because this is one you can make and you can keep it on hand. You're going to do a cup of water, and to that, when it starts to boil, you're going to add a quarter cup of white raisins, two teaspoons of agave syrup, and a chamomile tea bag. And you just let it boil for like five minutes and then cool together and you double strain it. You can keep that in your fridge and you have like a rum substitute whenever you want to go to. Again, same as I always say, it's not the same as rum. It's not going to taste like it. But it's a different thing that still makes a pretty yummy drink that has a slightly different flavor profile. Goes so well with that cilantro for reasons I don't even fully come <laughs> For magic. How about that? So... This drink, Oil and Roses, I chose, this is one of our, I guess it was like episode 18, so we just recently talked about this drink. This is Leo Coretz and the Bayano River Syndicate, and it is three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice, three quarters of an ounce of rose syrup, an ounce and a half of bourbon. You will shake, you will strain over ice, and you will top with club soda. And the mocktail note that I made, uh, sub out black tea for the... uh, bourbon. And both versions of this are on my list, not because of how they relate to the episode or anything about Leo or his syndicate. It's a great drink. It's a great drink. Drink this drink. Very very delicious. I was quite happy with that one. Yeah. I, I always love, of course, everybody knows I love when bourbon or whiskey shows up, but I also love when floral shows up. So when we get things like elderflower and rose and like I just I tend to gravitate toward those as well and this is such a lovely like bourbon and rose works deliciously it's pretty pretty yummy pretty yummy yummy. so yeah I mean no secret that I love rose flavored everything 
my very favorite. <laughs> my next one has no floral note, but it does have bourbon or whiskey, and that is Dr. Blood's Tonic. Dr. Blood, he hit both your lists. I, he did, yeah. <laughs> which I surprised myself with. But this one, I'm still so in love with this drink. So it is three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice, three quarters of an ounce of agave syrup, mm-hmm. two ounces of pomegranate juice, and an ounce and a half of bourbon or whiskey. Your choice. You can do anything. Right. It's going to change it a little but Very yummy. I've done it with Irish whiskey. I've done it with bourbon. I even did it with rye, and that was pretty interesting. You shake all that together. Then separately, you are going to take your one egg white or one ounce of pasteurized egg white and whip it until it's very frothy. And then you will add it to your existing shaken mix. Shake that all together. Then you will pour it into a chilled martini glass that has been glazed with ginger liqueur. So good. And then it is amazing. I love this drink. <laughs> I love it <laughs> because so it's much. a good drink. I really like that. Like our final three drinks. Like we brought like this last drink. I really just, I just love. love <laughs> I just drink. love it. So the mocktail on this one is very easy. You're going to sub out in lieu of ginger liqueur. You're going to le- use ginger syrup, and then in lieu of whiskey or bourbon, you're going to use a black tea with like a drop or two of vanilla extract to give it a little bit of bite. Also delicious. Just ridiculous. Delicious. <laughs> My one and only honorable mention goes to the psychic bush, which is Devil Bill Rockefeller. Really? Yes. Okay. So here's the thing. This drink is blackberries, simple syrup, lemon juice, bourbon, drambuie. I'm actually not a big fan, but... You made drambuie for the mocktail, and I think that is so delightful and so good. And to make it fake, it's one cup of apricot juice, one cup black tea, season with black pepper, simmer, reduce by half, and strain. And that right there, this fake drambuie, is what made it the honorable mention for me. Aww. This is a mocktail that may be better than the cocktail. Yeah, it's interesting. That little subtle pepper note does some really interesting things in it. I like the pepper and I like the, I love apricots. So the apricot in there too came out for me. But I've been finding that when you add a little black pepper to the drinks, I tend to either add them to my list or have them on my first pass. Like I, I apparently <laughs> really like that in my, in my drink. I will keep that in mind. <laughs> I have two honorable mentions. All right. The first is the Dynamizer, which is part of our Albert Abrams episode. This is a very fruity one. I think this might have been the one you were mentioning earlier, which is um, the juice from half of an orange, three quarters of an ounce of strawberry vodka, three quarters of an ounce of watermelon vodka. That's exactly it. Yep. Three quarters of an ounce of orja, which for me is a magic ingredient. Yes. You shake, you pour it, and you top it with tonic water, which normally I'm not in love with, but I really like it here. And the mocktail is easy because you just blend strawberries and watermelon with orange juice. Add your orja, which again, in case you have forgotten, is an almond syrup. And then you top that with tonic water and it is yummy. Delicious. My other honorable mention is the kind of drink I love for a late evening drink, which is the tongue pudding. (gasps) Yes. Oh, this almost this one almost showed up on my list. 
Yeah, which is a William Thompson, our William Thompson episode. And this one involves vanilla liqueur, which you can make if you want to, if you don't want to buy it. I love having multiple kinds of vanilla liqueur on hand, so I can't imagine ever needing to make it. But if you want to make it, (laughs) (laughs) you can make your simple syrup on the stove and then pour it over a split vanilla bean. You don't have to scrape that bean. It's all going to come out anyway. Like it, it will just in the boiling be fine. And then to make the liqueur, if you don't have it, you're going to do a cup of vodka, a cup of brandy, a half cup of vanilla syrup, and any spices that you may want. So cinnamon is great here. Clove is great here, but don't get overwhelming with it. Lavender is great here. And then once you have that's your vanilla liqueur, your homemade version. And then really, this is just a flip, which is one Mm -hmm. of my favorite kinds of drinks on earth. So that means a whole egg. So if you're pregnant, don't drink this, but you shouldn't be drinking this drink anyway. Although the mocktail would be an option, but not if you're pregnant. So a whole egg, an ounce of gin, an ounce of Irish cream, and an ounce of that vanilla liqueur, a dash of bitters, and shake it all like crazy. I like to use my my little automated frother. It's easier to get the egg really whippy that way. Delicious. You're just going to pour that into a, a nice chilled glass and you're ready to go. For the mocktail, you'll use a thinned out version of the vanilla syrup in lieu of making that vanilla liqueur. There is also another, this is a recipe heavy one because I had a thing for a non-alcoholic Irish cream in here as well. And it makes a lot, so you've got to really want to have it on hand. A can of condensed milk, a cup of heavy cream, a teaspoon of vanilla extract, a teaspoon of almond extract, one and a half tablespoons of a chocolate syrup, mm-hmm. and then a table a teaspoon of instant coffee grounds, and you throw it in a blender, and then that you have it. You're set. You're you don't have to do anything else. Picture full. You can actually make it Irish cream in the truly alcoholic sense you just throw some irish whiskey in there <laughs> you're almost there it's it's such a it's such a craft project that one but i do love a flip and i love a vanilla flavored flip most of all because it's a little <laughs> it's reminiscent of an eggnog but is not and i've come around to the egg white in my cocktails over the last several seasons that we've been talking about them i love an egg white i love an egg white i love it all i um, love what it does to the texture so good. We had some really, really fun stuff. We, as always, are so thankful to have you having joined us for, in this case, our final episode of our season about Griffs and Graphs. We hope you join us next week because we're going to have the first episode of a brand new season. Maria, do you want to tell them what it will be about? It will be all about firebugs and the stories of arson that they committed. And as usual, we're going to roll right into it. So there's no wait. We will see you right back here next week. Bring your fire retardant clothing. Criminalia is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, please visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.